Welcome to the Bad Rest Stories Made Good podcast. Thanks for tuning in this week as Emma and I are going to take you on a little bit of a journey to how we take a bad work story and make it good. But first up, we're on a mission, and that mission is to stop the suffering that we experience at work. I mean, I don't need to know, tell you, you know, about, you know, the experiences that you've probably had, and for sure, Emma and I, on all the many, I was I was going to say years, Emma, but it's decades. <laughs> of too many years. Too many years. <laughs> Let's talk about decades of seeing, you know, groups and individuals burn out, suffer, because of, you know, like bad grip dynamics, you know, people are not speaking their truth, right? And we're on a mission to help you stop this happening in your team. Or if you're on a team, you know, kind and practical strategies that are going to help you get back into the driver's seat and really bring some joy and some balance and some harmony and some good vibes to the work that we're doing. So you'll, you'll find that we, you know, like to cut out the BS, Go go for what's really going on. Occasionally, I'm swear, so if that's offensive, I'm sorry about <laughs> And I get occasional hot sweats, menopause, <laughs> still haven't going through that. So, yeah, and we like to have a bit of a giggle, as you can tell by Emma in the background. So <laughs> if you're new to the channel, thank you for tuning in. We really appreciate you being here. And uh, we have an extensive, you know, library now. Like, this is episode 56. Woo! So check out um, if something's of interest to you and, um, yeah, check it out. And um, we're here to serve. So if there's something that resonates, please use it, please share it, and let us know how you get on. So with that said, let's tune in to this week's episode, What is the Bad Work Story? But first up, hi, Emma. How are you Hello, today? Hello, Karina. Yeah, I'm, I'm really good, actually, you know. Although our seasons are starting to turn and I, you know, I know that you're now – starting to experience some sunshine, even though it's still <laughs> cold. I always feel like our mid-seasons, we're always more aligned. So uh, <laughs> interesting that we have colder nights. Not that not that I can complain. It's still February. It's still warm. So, um, yeah, but what's been happening for me? Wow, busy, you know, just lots of lots of project work going on for me right now. So I've been in a bit of a bit of an action station. So it's, um, it's good to take a step back and uh, – reflect on some of the things going on what about you Karina you've been busy as well no doubt busy busy but still you know like like we talked about last week you know and if you haven't checked out our episode last week it was all about scheduling breaks and you know putting mm. yourself in the best possible mental physical and spiritual um, place for um, for optimal performance and so today mm. I did one of my favorite activities which anyone who's been tuning in with us knows that my latest sport I've taken up is pickleball so despite it blowing a hurricane here, we went out to the courts and um, I, I learned a few things. But you know what was interesting, and I'll just share, because, you know, people listening here, I'm going to make this assumption, but, you know, like you tune in and listen to podcasts because you want to learn something. Well, that's what I do too. And I'm, you know, mm -hmm. assuming that, our, you know, listeners here, you're, you're, you know, you're listening in for, hey, what are, the, what are those nuggets that will help me with particular situations? But today it was really interesting because, you know, it could be the population that's playing. But I learned today that hardly anyone is interested in coaching, like coaching from a how to play better perspective, right? right. You know, like training, like training, you know, yes. uh, pickleball training. Yes. And it kind of surprised me because, you know, and it, it's just kind of as a mindset. And, you know, 
like, you know, in judgment, people are where they want to be and they're enjoying it. That's cool. But for me, I want to learn how to, you know, get better, how to improve my performance. And, um, and my enjoyment of the game comes with that. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm not under any, any, you know, things around being a competitive player or anything. It's just like, how can I continue to learn? So today I learned about playing in the, in the wind and practice mm -hmm. some, um, some serves, you know, so I'm absorbing what I can from everyone around me. So hopefully that's the same for some of our listeners here. So mm. let's get on with the absorbing. So what's yeah. our bad work story this week, Emma? Well, the bad work story this week um, relates to a young mother or a mother, should I say, and a vet. And um, I heard the story. It's a it's a colleague. Uh, well, actually, it's a, it's a um, wife of or partner of a one of my team at, in the construction business. And anyway, um, this lovely woman has had twins last year under oh. quite quite some difficult, well, difficult circumstances because they were born very prematurely and they were in hospital for a long time, two lovely girls. Um, and thankfully they've um, come through. But it's been a, it's been a really, uh, I suppose, harrowing entry into parenthood for the family. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of... Um, feeding concerns because when babies are so little a they were in hospital for a long time um in the NICU and the in the special uh unit where they look after the, the the teeny little babies um and amazing you know medical medical advances that that are, are available now to to keep such you know uh young babies alive but anyway they're home and now um Six months, eight months on, they are, uh, you know, this this young woman's looking to return to work as a vet, um, which was always her plan. So uh, practice here on the island, she decided to go back and talk to her employers. Um, they, you know, just time, time to get together and talk about her return to work. Mm -hmm. And um, the conversation, I think, for her was uh, not a two-way conversation, was a very one-way conversation. She went in and said, you know, I'm hoping to you know, get some to, uh, get some flexibility as I step back into work. And, you know, obviously you've got two babies to manage and, and you know, um, a new world for me to mm, have to work mm -hmm. out how to be a mum and a working woman. So mm. um, she was hoping, went in with that. And then basically they said no. The owner said no. Wow. That, um, yeah, this wouldn't this wouldn't be a possibility for her, uh, for them. Sorry, for them as a business, they really wanted her to come back full time um, and take sole charge. They were hoping that, or they were, they are planning to go off overseas. So um, it's very important that she returns and she gets back up to speed and runs the practice. <laughs> so I think she was very shocked by all of this because. Uh, she was like, well, that's not really that easy for me to do or possible just at this moment. Um, and yeah, and then and then to add salt to the wound, they basically said, well, don't think about leaving because we'll um, pull our non-compete. Um, don't forget you've got a non-compete clause in your contract. So you can't go and work anywhere else because um, we'll just hit you with that. Wow. So I was like, wow, well, that's pretty much a bad work story. <laughs> Gosh, wow. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, exactly, on both sides. Mm -mm. Not well, good. How, not good, not good at all. I, I, yeah, like I, I feel for 
feel for both sides and the shock of, you know, like this, this, you know, that that's kind of, it feels like a real overreaching reaction. So let's, let's explore how we could make this good. So where would you start then? Where would you start? Yeah, well, I think, you know, when you've got a team member that's returning to work um, from a parental leave, uh, the first thing that you need to do is, I suppose, come and to a reality check of what's what's going on in their lives. So being open mm, yeah, um, yeah. and listening to the needs of this team member. Um, you know, I'm talking to leaders here um, and many of us have had, you know, returning to work people. And it is, we know it's a change of life. You've been through a shocking experience, <laughs> a brilliant mm-hmm, experience yeah. as well. But, you know, things have changed. So it's really good to have these first uh, communications when we are talking about return to work as being open and dis- and and what's going on for both sides. Let's let's find out, you know, what's going mm. on, mm-hmm. and um, and then have a discussion about we what we both need. So a new mum, you know, needs in this instance uh, and and mostly part time hours and an easing back in. So this can take time. Um, it could be a three-month uh, process or a six-month process before someone moves back into a full-time work. Or even, you know, there can be years before someone feels like they're, they're able to return full-time mm-hmm. to work. Mm-hmm. And then on the business side, you know, they wanted full-time, um, sole charge, and obviously they had commitments that they had to go overseas. So at this time, it's too much. So really, you've got to you've got to look at this from a perspective of okay, here we have two situations, mm-hmm. um, and I do know that a lot of women feel like they can't speak their needs. Um, myself, you know, I've returned I've returned to work um, twice after having children, and you know the feeling of pressure as a as a um, mother. Uh, you are pretty much squeezed. For me, I had to go back to work economically. It was required, you know, I wouldn't, we couldn't um, cope with paying our mortgage if I didn't go back to work. Um, and yet I had a young baby. Um, uh, I, I had a high powered, um, pretty hard, hard job to do. Mm-hmm. I was managing a team in, a, in, a, in a, an organization. Uh, within uh, two weeks of returning to work, I needed to report to the board on a major branding project that we were doing. Um, and you know, I know that my health and well-being suffered from that. Um, mm. I know that I probably had postnatal depression. I ended up at the doctor, going, you know, what what can I do? Because um, you know, I'm feeling exhausted. <laughs> mm. And you know, my doctor said to me, "Well, what can you stop doing?" And I said, "Well, maybe I can stop stop sleeping. It's about the only time." <laughs> oh no. Yeah. get things done and she's no I think that's not quite what we mean but you know <laughs> really it's a really can be a really stressful situation you mm. feel like you know you've you've abandoned your children <laughs> you feel like you know you've gone back into a, a workplace and you actually feel like you're not doing a good job anywhere you feel like mm. you're not doing a good job as a parent you feel like you're not doing a good job and when you're at work you feel, and it's actually a horrible position to be in you are you are literally not comfortable anywhere. So I think, you know, understanding that perspective is really important. Um, and, yeah, checking in as you as you do settle back in. I know that I, I didn't have any of that um, the first time around with my first child. I know I was much more demanding <laughs> the second time around. I certainly had, I certainly had a bit more of a wake-up call on, 
what is required. So, yeah, and um, you do want to be a part of the team. So it's, it's, it's a tough one for sure. It's a tough one, yeah. And I think what I, what you know, what comes up for me is I'm assuming there was some kind of plan. Like this is the plan. Like the plan was, you know, have yes. the baby, come back in. And yes. but what's been lost in translation is, you know, the, the kind of the depth of needs. And as you've said, Emma, the needs of a first-time mum. I, I can only imagine because I, you know, haven't given birth myself. But the, you know, the need piece, you know, is different and it's different for everybody. And having twins and having, as you said, some difficulty around there, um, you know, that, that kind of upped the care and challenge, if you like, of this whole situation. Totally. So, yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting around, you know, like one plan and then needs change. So where was plan B? Yeah. And in, in what you've shared with us, that doesn't seem to be a plan B. And, um, you know, and I'm also surprised and I kind of feel for everyone in this situation because, you know, you, you're not living in a, in a large population here, are you, right? You know, no. it's... Um, it's a small it's a village. It's a, it's a village, you know, it's a small <laughs> yeah. town, it's an island, and you know, people talk and gossip yeah. travels. And, you know, like pulling out a non-compete clause is mega, you know, like that's yeah. a real big hammer, right? And we'll have an undesirable ripple effect, particularly when you're talking about a new mum and twins, right? Yeah, I mean, exactly. those just don't go together, does it? No. You know, and so you know, so what, you know, when things change, it's like, well, if we don't have a plan B, how do we co-create? A yes. plan B and be open to that like you know like we know shit happens oops stuff happens you know <laughs> but how do we respond how do we respond and it feels like in this situation there's been a kind of a mega reaction of and maybe maybe the practice themselves you know the owners are overwhelmed and stressed and they're kind of like burnt out themselves um and they really 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 need a break and this is kind of like the last straw and maybe you know, maybe they're thinking, oh, my God, you know, we have to cancel things, but we don't want to. But maybe there are other options, right? And that's the thing. Yeah. It's like, you know, open yourself up to those options. So, for example, yes. off the top of your head, what, what could be some, you know. Well, I mean, maybe, maybe if, you know, they could get um, a locum to come in and yeah. support um, this young woman and they could, you know, job share for um, a yeah. couple of months so that, you know, there was cover but also um, flexibility for you know, for the young mum. Yeah, totally. And, okay, maybe that's not so easy, but maybe it is, you know, where you live is an amazingly beautiful place. Like, you know, or even, you know, like, gosh, co-creating with the other vet practice, right? You know, this whole yeah. this whole competitive piece, right? Like, yeah. you know, our practice, your practice, you know, you can't go and work for them. Well, if a locum, for example, wasn't available or, you know, for whatever, you know, the story is, like how can we actually co-create mm. and for the benefit, the higher benefit, the higher purpose of providing, you know, providing excellent care for the animals and, you yeah. know, the, the pets and animals on the island. And, you know, it could have been a really beautiful co-creation, come together, non-competitive, collaborative story, right? Yeah, exactly. Which could, have, which could have actually been amazing for these owners. Like, yeah. you know, they, they could have been role modeling a different way of doing business that was about heart, about purpose, about, you know, soul, you know, here. And, um, 
yeah but i think i mean also also the needs you know we talked about needs with it for the for the um young mum but you know business had businesses do have needs needs, absolutely yeah yeah Yeah. and and as you and as you said like you know share even sharing the the fact that that you know the business what's going on like you know maybe um you know having a moment to to uh, and, and allowing people to to process that so you don't need to resolve mm. these things in the first meeting I think often we go in and we think it's got to be resolved today and yet you know um, just as you're saying that co-creation and the ideas might bubble up when we sort mm. of go okay well well now we understand a situation and I think you know uh, this is problem solving 101 really is be clear on what the the situation is okay here's a need here's the situation be clear on what you what is required for the business and what is uh, possible for the returning staff member. So then we have a position where we know what, you know what we're dealing with, and I think um, that's definitely should have been uh, the parameters of the first meeting, um, mm. not mm-hmm. a, a fait accompli of well it's this or that. Because yep. now they're poles apart. Mm, <laughs> now they, oh. it feels like this big gap that has to be, you know, brought together. And there's bad feeling, bad feeling on both sides. Um, so, yeah, so I, I think really the meeting should have been set as a conversation rather than uh, you're returning to work. Here's your, here's your marching orders. Here's your instructions. This is it. <laughs> Hard mm. line. Yeah. So, yeah and it's yeah. and you know and it must be hard too because you know someone has to take the you know take the higher ground here you know and it sounds like both parties are in a depleted state and I don't mean that you know like um yeah you know it's just it, it's just the compassionate you know you've got you know yeah. a mum who's just given birth you know and is, is getting used to that whole life and and um yeah. you know her priorities and her body and her hormones and her energy and then you've got, you know, people who are obviously, you know, needing to take a break themselves, you know, with the business. That's right. So, That's right. You know, and, you know, organising um, organizing childcare is not an insubstantial job. Um, mm. You know, finding the right care for, for young babies is, you know, economically expensive, but also, you know, what is right um, for, for the family and, mm. you know, booking into childcare or, or getting a nanny, whatever it is, you know, you're looking at, or even family members, right? So, you know, if there is, there's a lot of organization that goes on. Um, so, yeah, so I think it's a shame. It's a shame. And I do hope that um, they find a way forward that, yeah, mm. we'll, mean that as you say that we get some vet care <laughs> some brilliant beautiful vet vet care on the island for our for our animals and um we don't have a situation of um yeah fallout yeah well i i wish the parties well and hope that there can be as you said you know a win for for the family a win for their business owners their family a win for the animals on the island you know that they continue Absolutely. to get the love and support that all their humans want for them yeah, and that there's, you know, and, and there's, you know, the support of the community too because, you know, gossip can be harsh and not productive. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, but keep us posted on um, on what happens and if there's an opportunity for you to, to help out. Yeah. Absolutely. Amazing. Yeah, and, um, and also for anyone listening, if you're facing a similar situation, 
and you know you're you're in a, a, a difficult spot and you wanted to know how to deal with it then it's how if it's helpful to talk to us then Karina and I are available for coaching so um, please let us know and uh, you know these situations can be tricky so um, talking to someone who can help you work through options and uh, prepare you for these conversations then we're really happy to do that um, so yeah come and see yeah let us know any time absolutely so, yeah. yeah cool so just wrapping up so if you're out there walking and um some some key points to take away would be take things in present time needs change you know regardless of, of what part of the party is that you know take it in present time and have a plan b right <laughs> there's something that you know you, you think might change like you know the the variables of children for example that we talked about speaking your needs, especially as women, we need to speak up and be very clear on what we need. Uh, show empathy and be curious and open to creative problem solving, which might even involve walking across the road to the competitive, Whoa. quote unquote, other practice. And problem solving, get get creative, right? You know, and, and be open-minded around some amazing possibilities that could create and meet the purpose that we're all wanting to meet here, which is, you know, the love of our beautiful animals. Anything else there, Emma, that I missed? No, that's that's all from me. Well, that's all from us. So, um, yeah, have a fantastic day. Enjoy whatever you're up to next, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye for next now. Time. Bye.